Have you ever wondered why exactly it is that things usually sound better at home than they do on stage, in auditions, or even in lessons? It's easy to chalk it up to nerves or assume that you just have to practice more or get more performance experience. And sure, those things certainly are part of the puzzle, but a lot of times that's not really the true root cause. If you've been confused by the inconsistency of your performances, I put together a free four-minute quiz called the Mental Skills Audit, which will help you pinpoint your mental strengths and weaknesses and figure out what exactly to adjust and tweak in your preparation for more consistently optimal performances. You can take the Mental Skills Audit online at bulletproofmusician.com MSA. That's MSA for Mental Skills Audit. And again, it's 100% free, and it'll take just four minutes to get your results emailed to you as a PDF. This is Noah Kageyama, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Musician Podcast. Every Sunday morning, we'll take a look at a new research-based tip or technique to help you practice more effectively or perform better under pressure. And on the first Sunday of every month, I'll have a guest from the music, sport, or research world who will share their insights on how we can all be a little more awesome in the practice room and on stage. One of my favorite violin concertos, the F-sharp minor concerto by Henrik Winiaski, begins with a tenth and fifth position. This is a challenging way to start off any performance, especially when you're nervous and your left hand is frozen into a claw. But to make matters worse, in his infinite wisdom, Wieniawski decided to craft a lengthy intro which forces a performer to just stand there in front of the audience for almost exactly three minutes, or 20% of the length of the entire movement. And this allows way too much time to second-guess your finger placement about a dozen times and agonize over the uncertainty of whether the first notes will actually be in tune or not. It's the sort of situation that can leave you prone to choking, which is the phenomenon where, despite being eminently capable of performing a particular skill, when the pressure kicks in, you start messing up things that are usually never a problem. We've all experienced something like this and know how rotten that feels. So what if someone told you that this could be prevented? That all you need to do to nail the opening is squeeze a soft ball in your left hand for 30 seconds before you begin playing. Sounds pretty ridiculous, right? suspiciously like one of those one weird trick ads that are all over the internet. This strategy got a lot of press in the media some time back when researchers found that it reduced the incidence of choking among athletes in soccer, taekwondo, and badminton. But could it really be this simple? The premise behind this technique has roots in a few different areas of research. Self-focused theories of choking propose that under pressure, we tend to turn our attention inward, and either pay too much attention to the minutiae of our motor movements or try to exert too much conscious control over these movements. And either of these can disrupt the automaticity of complex motor patterns. If you've ever felt self-conscious walking in front of a crowd of people who are watching your every move, you know how awkward this can feel and how awkward looking it can make you appear. Researchers have also found that certain brain activation patterns seem to be connected with high-level performance. The idea that our right and left hemispheres have distinct functions in terms of creative thinking or analytical thinking has been grossly oversimplified, but research does suggest that high-level performers' right hemisphere activity, from elite marksmen to golfers, tends to be greater right before executing a skill. Lastly, research on brain hemisphere priming has found that we can increase activation in one of our hemispheres by contracting the muscles in the opposite side hand. For instance, squeezing a ball with the right hand increases left hemispheric activation and vice versa. 
The activation that results from this isn't particularly precise, but the authors suggest that this technique might be an easy way to consistently get a desired half of your brain preferentially fired up. So given all that, the idea is that squeezing a ball in your left hand, aka left hand dynamic hand grip, could increase activation of the right hemisphere of your brain, which could then improve your chances of achieving a mental state that may be more conducive to performing well. But does it? To find out, a team of German researchers recruited 18 league-level badminton players and tested them on their ability to serve and accurately hit a target under pressure. There were three phases to the test. The first phase was to establish the athlete's baseline level of performance. Athletes were called over to the test court one by one, given a competitive anxiety assessment to see how anxious they were feeling, allowed two practice serves, and then were given 10 opportunities to land their serve in a specific target area on the opponent's court. The accuracy of the serve was rated on a scale from 0 to 10, with 10 being a perfect hit and 0 being a serve that hit the net or landed completely outside the target area. The further away the serve landed from the optimal target area, the fewer points the athlete earned. In the second phase, Athletes were randomly split up into two teams that would compete against each other for small prizes. To increase the pressure and make them more self-conscious, they were also videotaped, told that their serves would be analyzed and evaluated by their coach, and instructed to pay close attention to their serving technique. The athletes alternated turns between teams and were encouraged to verbally support their teammates and actively root against each other so that presumably this phase resembled something a little like real competition. In the last phase, athletes once again competed against each other using the same conditions, except this time, half of the athletes squeezed a soft ball in their right hand for about 30 seconds right before their turn, while the other half squeezed a soft ball in their left hand before their turn. And was there any difference in performance? On average, the athletes performed best on the baseline performance test when there was nothing at stake, so no surprise there. Also as expected, they generally performed worse in phase two when the pressure was kicked up a few notches. So then the question was, what happens if they squeeze a ball with their right hand or their left hand? Well, in the final test, the athletes who squeezed a ball in their right hand continued to perform poorly. But crazily enough, the athletes who squeezed a ball with their left hand improved their performance, performing up to the level of accuracy that they demonstrated in the baseline no-pressure test. So. Choking might be too strong a word to describe the drop in performance that the right-hand squeezers experienced, but it does seem that some athletes found the left-hand dynamic hand grip technique to be helpful in optimizing performance. But is there any evidence that this could work for musicians? Well, there is some anecdotal evidence suggesting that this might be helpful. There's a case study of a trumpet player, for instance. But a 2022 study of college and conservatory violinists and violists didn't find any differences in performance quality between the before recording made with no pressure and the after recording made under a bit of pressure with the dynamic hand grip technique. So why did this not seem to work with musicians, at least in this study? Well, it's important to note that this particular study took place during the pandemic, and the mock audition setup was all done remotely and asynchronously. Ultimately, the after-recording pressure scenario didn't seem to make the participants all that nervous. And it's kind of hard to tell how well an anti-choking strategy works if the participant isn't nervous enough to elicit the choking response. All this to say, the jury is still out, and we don't have enough data yet to know how well the dynamic hand grip strategy might work for musicians. But it's a pretty simple technique, and probably doesn't hurt to try it and see how it works for you. 
And if you did want to give it a try, how would you do it exactly? Well, the way that participants have been asked to do this in previous studies is by squeezing a soft ball in your left hand about twice per second for 30 seconds before playing. Wouldn't that make your left hand tired? Yeah, it totally could. And that was actually one of the complaints that several other violinists and violists reported in the 2022 study. So maybe you could just open and close your fist without the ball, or just do the technique for less than 30 seconds. Either way, experiment a little bit and see what you think. You can find links to this week's study and other related practice hacks at bulletproofmusician.com blog. If you found this episode helpful, please do share it with a friend or practice buddy who you think would also enjoy experimenting with it during the coming week. And if you'd like to explore this sort of thing in more depth, whether it be to get more out of your daily practice or to get better at managing performance pressure and shrinking that gap between what you can do in the practice room and what comes out on stage, you can learn more about the live and self-paced courses that are available at bulletproofmusician.com courses.